Well, um, then I get to call up this really handsome man who I happen to be married to named Todd. I know that you're probably looking at me and thinking, man, Todd's old trying to trying to be trendy with the ripped knee look, you know? Uh, but no, no, I didn't buy them this way. i just been eating a lot since the holidays. <laughs> and that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every part starts, you know, and you just bend, bend your knee one day and all of a sudden... The strength that's not, thank you. So, what an encouraging bunch of people. Um, Yeah, I'm going to pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here. Thank you, you, Holy Spirit, for, uh, for tenderizing and softening our hearts in this room. You say what you want to say. Please. Here you go, God. Just we hand over our our minds, our hearts to you, everything. You could have it all. We really trust you. So thank you. Thank you for having your way in this room tonight. Thank you, God. <clears throat> I've really been a sappy mess. I could I could fall apart in front of you tonight, and if I do, I apologize, but, um, well, I, you know, who wants to, st- anyway, um, I have, I want to tell a couple testimonies, though, before I jump into this message, um, actually, actually three testimonies, one that I, I just thought would be fun to share, too, um, this is kind of gross, though, but, um, you know, uh, so today uh, I was at the gym, and um, I don't recall. I'm not going to tell one of my weird gym stories that I tell all over Instagram, but I was I was at the gym, and I I didn't recall jamming my hand or anything, and um, uh, nothing, or or you know, cutting myself. But um, right here, I just I started bleeding a whole lot, you know, and and there's a cut there, and I was like, what's going on? Like a hole, you know, and it was bleeding a lot, and then. I started, the, I, I, then I switched over to that hyper-spiritual thing where I was trying, you know, trying to make a prophetic word out of it. And um, I don't even do that all the time. But for some reason, I was like, wow, you know, when I was a kid, I had, <laughs> I had this wart there, same spot, you know. And um, I did. And, um, and it, was, it was getting bigger and bigger. And so, and it embarrassed me. It was during that time of my life when all the kids were making fun of me at school all the time. And it was a really rough time before I became, you know, more outgoing. And so I would have to go get it frozen and then burned and then frozen and burned. You guys know what I'm talking about? Please, thank you. And, um, and so, uh, you know, and finally it went away after like two years or something. And, um, so today I looked at that and I was like, wow, maybe God is trying to heal old wounds in me, you know? And then, <laughs> and then I went into the locker room and then unexpectedly I heard Holy Spirit talk to my heart and say, no, you just cut yourself. <laughs> and that wart was on this hand too, by the way. I was like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I could still see a scar. I was like, oh man, um, <laughs> so I love when he does even stuff like that, you know, just kind of messing with us a little bit. And, um, but here's two more serious testimonies. All right. Uh, to encourage you, hopefully, um, this also took place at the gym. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I just, I, uh, Karina, Karina loves this testimony. She's like, share that thing. And and I guess I will, even though I was in the hot tub at the gym. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, okay. So, um, 
So back in uh, probably November, end of October or something, um, is when I started going into that hot tub here and there. It's a very embarrassing thing for me. I mean, my family doesn't even see me in a swimsuit. I, I just, but I, but I started getting into it because um, because something's going on with my shoulder, and I I just tried it one day, and I was like, oh wow, it's the only relief I'm getting, and um, so I liked it. You know, kind of grosses me out that other people use it too. Uh, lots of chlorine though, and um. But for the most part, the hour that I go, there's almost no one ever in there, just a few times. So, um, so I was in there, uh, you know, a few days after my first try, and in comes this buff dude, you know. And so I'm hiding in a corner, and, and, um, and he's just, you know, he's, he's, he's like in his 30s and, or upper 30s, and he's, he's buff and good-looking, and, um, and, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like the old dude, you know, the old the old fart sitting in the uh, hot tub. And so I was just kind of minding my own business. But um, if you hang around with me long enough, you know I end up stalking, talking to, not stalking, <laughs> scratch that, um, talking to strangers a lot, not stalking, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. <laughs> what a flub on a hot tub story. Uh, Why am I doing this? <laughs> okay, let me try to cut this shorter. <clears throat> anyway, uh, this dude gets out of the thing. He's, he's got a few tattoos on him. I'm fascinated by tattoos and why people get them and stuff. But, um, but he has this huge one on his back that says blessed in a big blue uh, triangle. It's like covering most of his back. And I instantly thought, I wonder if that's the drums. There's a, there's a drums called blessed um, made by a Christian dude. And so... Um, I was just curious, and I, I thought about saying, "Dude, you played drums," but I was like, "I would no, I'm not going to talk to him." And then, um, and then uh, a couple more days later, he was back in there and stuff. So I was like, "Hey, man, uh, do you play drums?" He goes, "No." I said, "Oh, I noticed that blessed tattoo, and I thought maybe it was the drums." Blessed. He said, "No, nah, I just wanted to believe I'm blessed," you know. And I said, "Well, that's awesome," you know. And um, so we chatted a little bit, and um, he told me what he did, what he does. He's a business dude, and um, but he's interested in going to other countries. He wants his, he's got little kids, and he wants them to be, to also do that as soon as they're a little older, um, to get, you know, more broad experiences. He asked what I do, and um, I said, well, I work with college age people and teenage people, um, in a in a ministry setting that um, runs pretty deep and about, you know, in, in a psychological way and in, in an emotional way. So I told him about what we're doing. And, um, and uh, he, uh, he, was, he, he seemed really interested, and I thought it was pretty cool, you know. Um, and we chatted a little more, and there was that, you know. And then the holidays come. And, um, and then a few weeks ago, I... I go back out there, and um, and the dude is in the thing again. So I get in. I'm I'm trying to be quiet and you know not noticed or whatever. But he turns around and starts talking to me. I'm like, yeah, I remember you and stuff. And um, he uh, so we we just had all the small talk, and all of a sudden he said, "Man, I'm so glad I saw you again. I, there's something I've been wanting to tell you." And I said, "Okay." He said, um, "He said something you." told me about what you do inspired me so much. He said, because uh, I told him some details about what we, you know, how we, how we encourage younger folks. And um, he said, it really inspired me so much. And it caused me to think that I'm kind of introspective sometimes. And um, so I was remembering what you said one day. And I thought, I'm going to go find two at-risk people in the Tri-Valley and teach them how to run business. And so I did. And it's changed my life. I went, what? <laughs> I want to hug you, except we're in this hot tub, you know? Uh, <laughs> I, I just, I was blown, I, I was blown away. I couldn't believe this, and um, I was so touched, and I was trying to be macho and hide, you know, the, emo- the tears. But um, uh, it was so incredible. And then, furthermore, he's, he tells me about a, a friend of his in Texas who uh, is doing something that's, 
partially what Karina and I are wanting to do, how he's purchasing um, a piece of land and, and a whole bunch of tiny homes and setting up for people, younger folks, to, to have some safe housing in for temporary. Um, for temporary. So I said, hey, we're wanting to do something like that too. And, and first, we're, we're hoping to open up a, a sort of a youth center in Dublin. And I explained to him this thing that we're wanting to do also. And he said, that's exactly the kind of thing I want to help fund. Tell me more. And I went, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the moral of the story is, even if you're in a hot tub, don't be afraid to mention somebody's tattoo. <laughs> or actually, the moral of the story is, <laughs> just go with those unctions you have, you know, even if they seem minuscule, you know. Um, other testimony is just the other night. Uh, we haven't, we haven't, we don't tell you much about what goes on in our youth ministry and our, our our young adult ministry. On Thursday nights is our young adults. Um, we have we have several of them that come. We're actually thankful that they never all come at the same time because we wouldn't be able to fit them all in our house. I think not comfortably anyway, but they always usually about half the group comes. You know. Um, uh, one half and then another week and the other half. Um, but it's really awesome, and we like to worship as deep as we can. We, we do different things. Like, like this Thursday, we're going to have pepperoni testimony night where everybody brings a pizza, and we sit around a huge table and just tell what God's doing in our lives. It's really fun. Um, but we've got, we got a couple young men uh, associated with us that are, like, so passionate for Jesus right now. One of them who uh, has been a part of our church here for years, uh, Elijah, Brian, um, who is so on fire for the Lord. He's going out almost every day in Berkeley right now and preaching to people. <laughs> um, he's encountering people out there that are, uh, that are preaching other things, <laughs> condemning, you know, God's mad at you type stuff. And um, so he's actually counteracting that out there. And... Um, and he's really good at it, too. He, this guy is glowing, you know. Well, this Thursday night, he came into the group. He, he comes in. I'm like, what's up, dude? Good to see you. He goes, hey, man. Hey, this is my friend Michael. I said, hey, Michael, good to meet you. Michael uh, is 22, and he looked a little sad. And um, he said, I met Michael today. I said, oh, oh, you did? <laughs> he said, yeah, um, at the skateboard park. He goes to the skateboard park and ministers to those dudes too, which is a, such an awesome mission field to go to. Skate. If you ever hung around skaters, you'd see why. It's, it's, it's like a whole culture on its own. He met this guy at the skateboard park um, who was really depressed. His girlfriend had just broke up with him. But Elijah sensed a lot more going on in this guy's life and ministered to him and said, why don't you come to this group? So Michael came to the group and... Um, Turns out Michael's story is pretty heavy. It's it's pretty darn heavy, and and he he had he was rejected by his dad, alcoholic father, um, when he was little, lots and lots of pain through that, missing mom uh, eventually too, and um and living with the grandparents, and it's just always been a rough thing. We see a lot of this, by the way. In case you don't know, there's a lot of fatherlessness going on out there. A lot. It's an epidemic for real. And uh, uh, so, so he came. This kid hadn't met Jesus yet, but except through Elijah. He kept saying, man, this awesome guy just approached me and talked to me and whatever. So I, so I, uh, I told him something that we do. I, I, I said, if with your permission, can we sit you in a chair and the whole group just look at you and pray over you and tell you what, what we feel like God's giving us? positive things for you. He said, I guess, you know, that kid sat in the chair. He just started crying in the chair right in front of us all and got really vulnerable. Um, but it's one of the longest times I've ever seen us all give words. We record it in a phone and the phone kept saying over, <laughs> we'd have to restart it. Um, everything was on point. Everything was on point, but, um, and then this, when we were done, I was like, bless you, man. And he goes, well, can I share? And he shared with us what this was doing to him. And after the meeting, um, you know, Karina gave him a mother's blessing while we were giving words. After the meeting, 
I took him out on the front porch because uh, it was loud in the house, and um, I hugged. I, I said, "Can I? Can I just? Can I speak to you like a dad and say some things that you might not have gotten said to you? You know?" And he said, "Okay." And I said, "Can I hug you too?" Yeah. And um, I mean, this perfect stranger that Elijah just met at the, the skateboard park doesn't know our culture, nothing about Jesus. And he said, um, "Yeah, yeah, you can hug me." So you know, I was going to give him just a little quick hug, but he wouldn't let go of me. Like I was almost, I was trying to do the shove off, and um, and he would not let go of me, and he put his head here, and so I just told him in his ear, you know, you deserve to sit on your dad's lap and be told that you're going to be a successful man, um, and I'm so sorry you didn't get that, but you are that, you know. And just those types of things. And he sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. And this guy wants to come back. He, he, he was so excited about being around us. It was, it was incredible. Um, so I just wanted to share that testimony because... Sorry. Well, he, he received Jesus uh, that night, and then they baptized him in their bathtub. Elisha did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went he went home with Elijah and and slept there. And um yeah, that took place. <laughs> you guys, Jesus is inside of you right now. And there's really starving people out there wanting Jesus. They don't know it's Jesus that they want most of the time, but they're wanting that love that he is to come through you. So I just, I really, I, I thought no matter how long that digs into my message time, I just need to share these testimonies. Such good stuff. I'm going to keep this a little short. We're going to have some great call-out ministry tonight also. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, there's a theme that we're wanting to be in right now here at the beginning of the year about the kingship of Jesus in our life and what does that mean in various aspects of our life. Um, and he is the king of our life. But what does it mean to submit to a king? <laughs> what does it mean to submit to a king? Um, a lot of times we don't want to submit to a king because kings are evil or scary or Whatever, and um, but typically a king should be a kind-hearted servant to the kingdom, you know, and that is what Jesus is, and so we want to submit to that leadership. Um, and it doesn't always mean everything's perfect and pretty. It sometimes means he's going to say, "Can you give me this? That's been holding you back." <laughs> You know, and this might be a thing that we've been holding on to for a long time and has become almost like a pet, you know. And he's going, actually, could you, can we do an exchange here? I'll give you some wholeness for that thing, you know. Um, that's the way my relationship with, his, with, with Jesus, I've invited him to spank me, you know. <laughs> um, I, well, maybe not that word, but reprimand me as well as love on me, you know. Um, so that's kind of the direction we're, we're going in is just what does it mean to actually have a king over your every part of your life, your thought life, your entertainment, everything, everything. So my section, my, my message tonight um, was officially is called learning to rise above the hard things and learn from Holy Spirit rather than be taken out by them. Or L T R A T H T A L F S R T B T O B T, but I changed it to just let the king of your heart be the king of your trials. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, um, I'm not going to bombard you with scriptures. I want to, um, but I have a little bit more, just kind of my own testimony to tell. I do have some passage for you. I love to give scripture. Um, but uh, I'm going to say this um, just uh, with some vulnerability, but um, for for us, for, you know, we all go through little seasons, right? I mean, we go through some really seasons that are like, everything's awesome. Lego movie, you know? And, um, <laughs> and then we go through some rough stuff sometimes, you know? Um, 
But kind of the cool thing to look backwards at is, huh? Was that Siri? Oh, um, is to look backwards and uh, and see like, oh, I went through a, a desert time back then, but it was taking me out back then. But now I'm going through a desert time, and I'm I'm looking at it with different eyes, you know, um, through through healing. For Crane and me, um, January has been the funkiest month. It's just there's been so many things, and I know some of you know just uh, just like three things, because that's the only things we're mentioning on you know on social media if we say it, and that's that's a, a couple deaths of people, two people really close to us last. Last weekend were both funerals, just Friday and Saturday. That's where I was up in Bethel. Uh, we had a we had a funeral at Bethel for this friend of ours and um, Karina's grandma. And then um, and then our daughter, you know, it was like exciting. She graduates from university and then she leaves the next day for six months to Australia, which is so awesome. But we're crazy about our daughter and we have big missing capabilities inside of us, you know. Um, so, you know, an, an emotional thing. But besides all that, it's just, it's just been one of those times where, um, uh, you know how they say when it rains, it pours, you know, it really seems true sometimes, <laughs> like things in the house breaking, 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 leaking, and, um, and, and just some strange things with people that are hard, some of, uh, some of it just being other people's things they're going through, too, that we're trying to that, you know, be a part of and help and it's hard and just, just a number of things, you know, just negative news after negative news and all that kind of thing. So, um, no more talking about that. I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm standing up here complaining, but I, I'm building up to say, um, it's so, it's been one of those times that maybe years ago might have taken us out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it might have taken us out. We were, we we let things be bigger than they are uh way back in the way back in the day um seemed like we were always having financial problems and um and it seemed like when something went wrong it was big wrong you know and um but we weren't um we had a relationship with god but um we weren't relying on him as much as we are today and of course, part of that's just straight up maturity. We all grow, you know, through time, hopefully. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, back in the day, you know, we, like I said, we owned a trailer. Oh, no, I didn't say that. Guess what? We owned a trailer. Uh, we, we've never owned a house yet. We're praying we're about to. But, um, but in Missouri, we did own kind of a house. We had a trailer, you know, and um, we had a mobile home. We got to pick out how it was made, and um, it was it was pretty nice, especially for where we lived. Everyone thought it was you guys had the nicest trailer, <laughs> you know, and we did. Um, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, things would go wrong with that thing. I mean, lots of things. You know, it's it's a thin trailer with crazy plumbing. You know, I mean, one well. Yeah. Oh, okay. And okay. So thank you, Jesus. Um, <laughs> so there, there was, uh, there were things that went wrong with that thing all the time, but we were still trying to make money. And, um, you know, we had little kids and, and, uh, living out in Texas and Missouri, we actually lived in the same house in Missouri and in Texas. <laughs> we did, um, <laughs> same house. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> we moved it from, okay. Um, but that's when the plumbing stuff went bad, and I want to tell you that story. Um, but, uh, but it just seemed gigantic, enormous. You know, I mean, it would just, for days, we would be depressed. We'd be depressed, and we'd pray, and God would give us little kisses here and there. But I know now that a lot of what he was doing at the time was going, come on, lean on me. Lean on me. Bigger than you're leaning on the problems here, you know. There were little things here and there. Um, you know, there was there was one day we just had a bill that was due. I'm like, how are we going to pay that bill? It's exactly this much money. And we were at church, and I I decided, whatever. I don't care. I just love you, Jesus. <laughs> and I went out to my car. Windows were rolled up, locked car. And for some reason, that exact amount of money was sitting on my seat. 
you know. But what I got from that was I felt like God was saying, when you just gave up all this worry and just looked at me, provision came, you know. And that's kind of where I'm wanting to go here, you know. Um, Holy Spirit is our friend. He's here to help us. Um, he's definitely here to give us a woohoo sometimes um, or a ho. <laughs> As we... Let me let me just take a like let me take a one minute. Somebody was recently asking me about this. Somebody newer in our in here, who was like, "Can you, what's what's that? You know what's what's ho?" And um, in fact, he said, "I feel like well, <laughs> he said I feel like I'm watching Thundercats because um, I guess there was a character that did that, and um, and <laughs> I just laughed so hard." But here's really what I, I, here's what I told him. I, I took martial arts when I was a kid. I took karate. And then when I was an adult, I took um, uh, Krav Maga. Yeah, and um, Israeli fighting. And um, both classes, they tell you to yell ho out loud. I mean, they do. They're like, yell it, ha, when you, you know, ha or ho, when you're, um, when you're doing the punch or trying to save yourself. And they said, because it is a release that you need to have. It'll give you the extra strength you have. And that's what I was, I was like, I think that's what's going on. Because we're in a culture where we're saying, let the release come, you know? And, um, and I even I went further to say to this individual, if you notice, the two dudes that do it the most are Asian guys. And um, can I say this? I can't, I can say it, right? And um, you're my friends. <laughs> And unlike us whites, um, right? They they know they, they. It's their culture that taught me how to do this. You know, like you you release that you do that, and it's a concentration thing and a release thing. And um, I was like, I I feel like that's part of what's going on. I I may be wrong, but I I think so. You know. Anyway, Lord have mercy. I didn't. <clears throat> <laughs> Wow. I, I was almost reluctant to speak tonight because I've been quiet lately and maybe God's just using this to get me out of my, my shell <laughs> or something. Anyway, um, I want to say this. Um, we, uh, I don't ever encourage um, being depressed, okay? I, I don't, of course, you know, I mean, the cross, <laughs> the cross, uh, the cross was in place to relieve us of misery, you know, um, and it, it was finished. God did it. And we thank God um, for that. And, um, and, the, and the cross is not in vain. You know, that's what was supposed to happen. Um, but we are human beings and we live on planet Earth and we have situations and we're going to face times that are a little harder harder to face and, um, and make us feel a little less um, like dancing around. Does that make sense? Okay. And I just want to say that that's okay. It's okay. It's a part of being a human being, you know. And, and not only is it okay, but God says, um, I want to be with you in that. That's, that's where you can learn a whole other thing that you can't learn when you are just constantly dancing around all the time, you know. Um, that's when you can learn just the kind of shepherd I really am. Um, so, so the reason I said, you know, I wouldn't advocate being depressed, but I would say embrace those times in such a way uh, that, that you can call it a growing time and a time to get to know your, your Father, your Holy Spirit, even better. A, an aspect of God who is wanting to reach down into your heart and get really personal in that place with you. You know, it's the kind of thing, I believe, like when men, um, um, men experience a level of intimacy when they're in the trenches in war because they see the worst going on. They see each other at their most raw, at their most scared, at, 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 at the most painful times, you know, and they're, they're with each other. Um, and they build bonds like most of us don't have with other people 
And that's what God wants to have with us, as well as all the good times. He really does. Um, but uh, it's interesting, as I was thinking about all this, preparing for this, all week long, there was a song that was going through my mind. And um, I was like, what? What? What is this song going through my mind for? I, I thought it was a negative thing at first, and then it just kept going through, and, I, and then I realized, I think God's trying to say something out of this. I'm going to see if you can guess this song. It's a song that was recorded in 19, or 1867. 1867 was when it was first published, but it was actually sung a long time before that amongst a people group who were in bondage. Okay? Um, it sprung up amongst a people group. Nobody really knows who the author was or is. Um, but it was something that was sung by a whole bunch of people. Um, uh, it, it was a cry. It was a heart cry. Um, it was about God seeing what's going on on the inside. Um, and since, since way back then, it's still something that most everybody knows. It's been sung in so many venues. It's been sung also on um, even on, on pop culture things like um, the Muppets, the Goldbergs, Silent Hill, Bonanza, Balky Bartokamas sang it on um, <laughs> on Perfect Strangers. You guys remember Perfect Strangers? Oh, come on. How old am I? Do you remember? Okay. Bar- Balky Bartokamas. Come on. He sang it. Um, <laughs> Uh, Dexter's Laboratory, Doctor Who, Recess, The Lion King, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and Spaceballs. The words are, nobody knows the trouble I've been through. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows my sorrow but Jesus. Nobody knows this trouble I've seen but glory, hallelujah. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down. Yes, Lord. Sometimes I'm almost to the ground. Yes, Lord. Although you see me going long, so I say, yes, Lord. I have many trials here below, yes, Lord. And if you get there before I do, oh, yes, Lord. Tell all my friends I'm coming (laughs) to heaven. Uh, Yeah, so I was was going, well, why, why am I getting that song? And God told me because everybody's got a cry on the inside um, at some point that is this song. And usually the Holy Spirit is the only one who really knows the depth of it. So I was reminded then of Corey Tim Boone. You know who Corey Tim Boone is, was, is? She, um, I, she, she was, she was um, hiding Jews during the Holocaust. In a, in a secret compartment in her walls for a while until she got caught and she got put in concentration camp with her sister. Miserable, miserable circumstances, horrific things that we wouldn't even want to mention in this room. And yet she considered Holy Spirit her constant companion through that and, and that even, even that wasn't low enough that he couldn't lift her up. And so when, when she got out of there, she became a person with some of the most amazing quotes ever. We have a church Instagram, in case you don't know. Get on it. Um, and and I, try, I try at least once a day, um, sometimes every few days, to, to put a meme in there that I make, you know, either with a scripture or an encouraging saying. And I, I've actually used a lot of her quotes for some of these memes because um, this is the lady who I mean, was stripped down and shoved together with a whole bunch of people in a shower, you know, and, um, and hurt and put without food, that kind of thing. And this is the lady who, after hanging out with the Holy Spirit that whole time, and of course she had times, where I'm sure, where she was, well, I know it, um, doubtful, you know. But for the most part, she was clinging on to God. And she's the woman who said things like, um, it is not my ability, but my response to God's ability that counts. Uh, let's see. The measure of a life, after all, is not its duration, but its donation. Um, <laughs> if God sends us on stony paths, he provides strong shoes. There is no 
panic in heaven. God has no problems, any, um, only plans. I, I've, got, I've got right here in front of me about 150 quotes, uh, but I, of course I won't read them all. But this is the woman, this is the woman who was in the most worst circumstance, worse than probably most of anything any of us have been through, most of us, um, most, most of us who, who do face things. And, of course, we're not to compare our problems with another person. We're each individuals, and things hit us a certain way. But, um, but just to think of a woman going through that, I want to highly recommend, by the way, with that, that if you could find a way to rent the movie Hiding, The Hiding Place, it's about that, about her. It's an incredible movie. Incredible. They, I felt, I haven't seen it in several years, but I remember thinking they did justice to this story. Um, yeah. Um, I looked on iTunes. I couldn't find it, but... Huh? The book. Yeah, The Hiding Place. Um, uh, so I wanted to say this. You know, we, we definitely need community. We definitely do. We, we talk about that in here all the time. We need family. We need community. But we also, at the same time, a glorious balance is that we do come to a place where we, we know that there is a help right in here that nobody else can match. There really is. And we don't have to reach out for him. He's here already. Um, so all you have to do is let your brain descend into your heart where he's hanging out and just say, um, I need your help right now. I, 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 I just want to look at you right now. I don't even know <coughs> what to say. I don't even have words. I just need to look at you. What do you look like? I forgot, you know. And the Holy Spirit will start helping you. Um, you've heard me say this a million times. Our, the groups that meet at my house hear me say it every week because I start every single meeting this way. But something I love to do that, um, that helps me get in the zone and actually tune in to Holy Spirit is I just hold up my hands and I say, tenderize and soften my heart, God. And most of the time, I'm instantly kind of a mess, you know, because he's answering that prayer. And that's when I, I could hear him better. Uh, why would I pray that? Because our heart gets hard and real easy. The world is hard. Things are hard, you know. Um, if we are entertained by any television at all, you are hearing a lot of negative, you know, and, and even being t- entertained by it. And to some degree, it kind of hard, hardens your heart, you know. Some people are really entertained by other people's problems, and that does it too. I mean, just that kind of thing. So we, need, we just need to say, tenderize and soften my heart. Holy Spirit, I am really in need of you. And also humility to say, I am so in need of you. I am so in need of you. Um, that's one way to connect, of course, worship. You know, I could talk about that for <laughs> the whole next month. But worship is definitely a way to connect, you know. Um, if you're a singer and you're at home, or wherever, in your car, just start singing to the Lord, you know. Um, I've told many stories in here about my, some of my personal times in that, but, but one of them is just, uh, just, just a simple time that I was not feeling Him at all. I wasn't feeling like it, I, uh, but I had a lot of heaviness on me over something, and I was, I was just like, I'm not feeling it, but I'm a worshiper. I know how to play the piano and sing, and I can do that to you right now, but I'm going to do it. And I sat down. Nothing was coming to me. I got up, sat back down a few times until finally the only thing that came to my mind was seeing something that I, even if I'm not feeling it, it's something I know is true, even if I don't feel like it's true right now. So I just hit a chord and I sang, God, you're good. <laughs> God, you're good. You know, I even did it. Almost in anger a couple times. I, I was just, I was like hitting it like, God, you're good. You're good. <laughs> you know? Um, but all, it's, it's like I don't even remember how this happened. But eventually I was playing some pretty music. And I was, my heart started welling up and I was singing to him. And then a brand new song came to me, you know? And, um, and, and later on the Lord showed me money uh, coming down in front of my face. I saw this vision of money falling in front of my face so clearly that I was like, why am I seeing this God? And he said, well, money is a, nothing but a dirty piece of paper until you exchange it for something valuable. And that's what you just did today. 
you know. Because I was actually also struggling with a little temptation that day, too. And that's what I exchanged in that time. And, um, and um, he said, thank you. Thank you. Here's a song. You know, here's your heart back. <laughs> you know? Um, and, of course, the word. You know? Of course, the word. And, of course, as many times we open it up, we don't even understand it. But Holy Spirit does. I was talking to a kid recently who said, man, it's hard to read the Bible sometimes. Um, just because there's some things I don't understand. I said, well, logic will tell you to, if you're trying to get encouraged, then don't go to, you know, the <laughs> the section where it's telling who begat who. You know, the lineage of Jesus. That might not, that might not you know, cause your heart to get ablaze right now. Just find something that you know is, is going to encourage your heart. And then ask Holy Spirit, will you, will you read this with me? And show me what this really means. You know, um, and it's it's true. And of course, other people. God will use um, other people. But I would say, um, you might want to learn how to sometimes do that as a last resort instead of first. You know, see what God's got. You know, He might have that person. That might be His answer. You know, like call so and so, or or better yet, go minister to somebody. That'll do it too. Um, because you're ministering to Holy Spirit. You're ministering to God when you do that. So that'll encourage your heart. Um, so, um, and then these things that seem so big, um, you know, we're talking here about um, not letting them overcome us. God has a whole different perspective on our issues and the problems that we're facing and these things, you know, that we're going through. Even these, even these things that are pretty darn big. Our friend that passed away, and we had her funeral last week. Um, she was only in her 30s. She, she, she was only in her 30s. She told us a while back, I th- they're saying I've got colon cancer. We're like, what? You? No, you don't. You know? And she was getting a little worse. And then we went sorry before Christmas, before we went away for Christmas in the hospital. And, um, and she looked great. But she was, she was saying, they're, they're saying it could be nine months for me. And then she passed away, what, two weeks ago? And, um, and, uh, and, but we were there the night she passed away. We were in the hospital. And um, we were worshiping in that room over her. Right, this, she was finally at a place where she couldn't talk. You know, she was about to take her last breath. But Anna was encouraging other people when, right until she couldn't talk anymore. She was encouraging her friends, I'm with the Lord, I'm going to be with Jesus, you know. I'm like, wow. Talk about depending on the Lord during a rough time, you know. Um, so I think that created a lot of faith in her friends to have this awesome, we had a war, worship time over her. Um, her friends, when, when it looked like she was taking those last breaths, were just saying, run to your reward, baby, run, you know. <laughs> Because um, the truth is, we're not going to lose here. We're just not, you know. And we are facing some crazy big problems and little ones. But most of them are going to be, I, some last for a long time. But, but a lot of the big ones that we think are such a huge thing, in a few weeks we go, oh, yeah, remember that, <laughs> you know. Um, and then some of them are actually smaller, but we're looking at them as big. So you, you ask Holy Spirit, how do you see this problem? I'm going to step into you. <laughs> how do you see this thing that's going on? And hang out there until you hear Holy Spirit tell you how he sees how big this thing actually is. Um, uh, I, I'm, I am going to say, um, please get in your Bible and maybe make a note to, to study this stuff this week. But um, the whole chapter of John, First uh, John chapter 2 um, teaches us to rely on the Holy Spirit all the way to where it even says, don't even let people teach you anymore. Now, um, read around it. There's context. It's, it all, the Bible also tells us that there's preachers and teachers. But, um, but this is literally saying, I am the final word. Let your, let your ears be inclined to me because, and it says, because I have all wisdom and all truth. And if you're, if you're listening to other people that aren't telling you that, stop listening. If you're listening to the voices inside telling you that, stop listening. He has all wisdom and all truth. 
Uh, he is the constant one who never leaves us. Um, I, I wrote a couple of things down, like circumstances, like, I don't know what to do, which is a, you know, a, a cry. I, I actually said that today. <laughs> Karina and I were discussing a, 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 a hard thing, and I was like, I don't know what to do. And, um, and, then, uh, and then I remembered this note that I had made. I'm like, oh, yeah, Colossians. Two, three, it says, for our spiritual wealth is in him, like hidden treasure waiting to be discovered. Heaven's wisdom and endless riches of revelation of knowledge are in him. I don't know what to do. Oh, he does. <laughs> yeah, I've told the story, I think, a few times in here. Uh, the, um, my, my last big keyboard before this, this red baby here um, uh, was a really great keyboard. It was a nice keyboard, um, but it was having some problems, partially because I play really hard, and um, so some keys were broken on the inside, but to get one of these things fixed, you know, shipped off and everything, it's like, you might as well just buy another keyboard sometimes. I I opened it up, and I was like, you, what? You know, my dyslexic thing almost like exaggerated and turned into, I mean, that dyslexic thing, not mine. Um, <laughs> but I mean, just looking at all that, the wires and everything, and I, I was, this is my brain almost shut off. But I said, Holy Spirit, can you show me what to do? He did. I got a screwdriver and some pliers, and I went, I was like, Oh my God. I'm, I'm just like opening little pieces and pulling out this thing and that thing and putting the thing back together. It was incredible, and I fixed it. He fixed it. You know? He. <laughs> And that's to say, he can do it right into these little things. Okay, just a couple more scriptures, and I'll close this. Um, uh, I'm exhausted and burned out. Anyone ever felt that before? Yeah? Exhausted? Exhausted by other people. Hey. Um, it just exhausted. Exhausted with life. I'm getting older. Oh, my gosh. You know? I'm just exhausted. Well, Matthew, <laughs> Matthew 11, 28. Are you weary? <clears throat> Are you weary? Uh, carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. I will refresh your life, for I am the oasis. Isn't that cool? I'm digging this passion version, by the way. I love these words. Um, I am your oasis. And, but when I, when I read this, then come to me. I, I literally, I, I can be a little bit of a um, brash, smart aleck sometimes just for fun. And um, so sometimes I hear God talk to me, and I, I, I feel like he's saying it kind of like that. I don't think he's a brat, okay? But I do feel like, for me, because the way he talks to me, you know, like I interpret this like, what are you looking at that problem for? Come to me. And like, remember, like, like oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dad. <laughs> you got the answers. Money problems. Hebrews 13.5. Don't be obsessed with money. But live content with what you have, for you always have God's presence. He hasn't promised you, I, uh, I, um, for hasn't he promised you, I will never leave you alone. Never. I will not loosen my grip on your life. And of course, he himself is the great provider, Jehovah Jireh. Um, he's got it all. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Still trying to figure out what that exactly means, but um, that was once, once meant you super rich. Um, so make declarations, make declarations of yourself. You know, sometimes we stand up in here and when it's offering time and we make declarations and sometimes you might think, is this doing anything? You know, I'll repeat something. But actually, um, God made this planet and you with words and said, you're like me, now speak words. You speak words of life. That's why our tongue is referred to as a very powerful, tiny little tool that can cause massive destruction or life. Um, make declarations. You are my healer. You are my defense. You are my sure foundation. You are my friend. I need a friend. You're my friend. You know my heart more than anyone has ever known me, and you still love me. And then, and then one last thing I just uh, wanted to say here. Um, I... I this whole week when I was praying over this and praying over you, um, I kept getting another picture inside, too, of us um, staking. A, 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 well, I kept seeing a mountain climber, and, um, or a, I mean a, like a hardcore rock you know, climber. And, um, and I was seeing that, that, that stake being driven into the rock, 
And Holy Spirit, for me anyway, was showing me, you could look at it like this. The climb is the trial, but you want to get to the top. You're going to have trials. You're just going to. But putting that in, stake in that rock is me, the first firm foundation, and um, that's going to hold you secure. And then those little rocks that you find to help pull you up, those are your friends, you know, and wisdom. But those are your friends. Those are, they're not the rock, you know, because they're going through it too, but they're attached to the rock like you, and they're going to help you up. Yeah, so I thought that was a cool little picture. I just want to pray over us, and we're going to have some neat call-out time right now. Um, yeah, Holy Spirit, you're so, you're so good to us. And uh, even when we think you're not good to us, because we're just not remembering, we're going to look at you, God. We're not going to... We're not going to look at the person who hurt us. We're going to look to the God who healed us. That's what Christine Kane says. I love that. We're going to look to you, God. We're going to look to you. We're going to remember, oh, yeah, I've got Holy Spirit who's got all wisdom. Tonight, we commit to look to you, God. You are our defense and our hope and our strength. You are, and we rejuvenate ourselves with that truth. Um. Thank you for being our friend in the midst of trials. We'd like some to ease up. That'd be great. But whatever we're facing um, that's in front of us, we want to face it with your invitation, uh, invitation to you to do it with us and show us how to maneuver and uh, navigate these things, God, and, and learn the best and how to grow through these things, God. We don't want to be immature anymore and not grow from trials. God, we don't want to be Um, walking around that same mountain over and over again, only complaining. God, we want to do the the growing thing so we can move on to new territory. And and I declare that's what's happening to all of us here, thanks to your friendship, your partnership with us. We love you, God. Amen.